This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season four entitled Be Mentally Tough. For those of you who may just be joining us, this season we have actually been working through the McGuire-Ivy Selking model of mental toughness, which is a model that two of my colleagues and I developed during my time at the University of Missouri, really looking at what is mental toughness and how can we develop it in individuals, in teams, and in organizations. And so for the last 16 weeks, yes, we are in episode 17 today, uh, we've been working through each of the tiers of the model and each block within the tiers, and we're referring to those as mental toughness markers, right? Again, a marker is an indication that something is there and that therefore uh, the the extended version of that should be present. So for an example, um, each one of the building blocks in our first tier was all about motivation, right? And the first marker we looked at was intrinsic motivation. And so if an individual has intrinsic motivation, that's an indication that, hey, this individual might in fact be mentally tough. And so the premise of the model is that as we work our way up through the tier, right, we develop a more holistic sense of mental toughness, right? Where again, the first tier is motivation, really looking at developing the longest lasting, most sustainable types of motivation. And and then we bumped up to the next tier, which was preparation and looking at how do we make sure that we're totally prepared physically, technically, tactically, and mentally. And then we had the opportunity to actually do an interview with Dr. Pat Ivey. Um, his background is strength and conditioning coach at the Division I college football level and former college and football athlete himself and a PhD in sport and performance psychology, uh, really looking at his experience in integrating that mental and physical preparation piece. And then we started talking about focus, right? How a lot of individuals spend their time on tiers one and two. How do we motivate our people and how do we prepare them to get the job done, develop those competencies necessary, right? And then they sort of stop there. That's why this next tier of focus that we talked about is really sort of the hinge piece, right? How do we help people take that motivation and that preparation and apply it in the moment consistently? And that's about being focused and then able to refocus when it matters. And so following working through that tier, right, looking at the five component skills that go into focus or those five mental toughness markers of focus, we had the opportunity to hear from Dr. Rick McGuire, who's just a legend in the sport and performance psychology field, a grandfather of our field, if you will, and a huge uh, mentor and advisor of mine as well. Um, And now we are in the next tier, looking at emotional stability. And so within emotional stability, we really look at four different markers of emotional stability. Emotional flexibility, emotional responsiveness, emotional strength, 
and emotional resiliency. And so again, over the next four episodes, we'll break down each one of those. But again, starting with today in episode 17, emotional flexibility. You know, it is such an honor and a privilege uh, for me right now to be serving as the mental performance coach for Notre Dame football and as the director of people performance at Lippert Components. And so I literally get to live on a day-to-day basis from the locker room to the boardroom. I mean, literally that was that was my day today. And so it's exciting to be able to bring this stuff to you. When I say stuff, right, of all the things that we've talked about over the last four uh, seasons of the podcast, where, because here in the Selkin Performance Group, it's all about understanding mindset and leadership, right? And so these are the two worlds that I get to live in and applying it to spaces that I care deeply about, sport and business. And, and so it's awesome on a day-to-day basis to be able to see individuals living out these mental toughness markers of demonstrating emotional flexibility, which this whole concept of emotional stability comes from Dr. Jim Lore, and he's a leader in the conversation in the sports psych world on mental toughness and has offered a lot of great insights and, and research and applications over the year. And so in his book called The New Toughness Training for Sports, where the subtitle is Mental, Emotional, and Physical Conditioning from one of the world's premier sports psychologists, again, uh, Dr. Jim Lore, um, he, this, is a, this is a concept of his, so emotional stability. Again, these four markers of emotional stability um, that we embedded into our model. So again, this model that we've developed is not just our best ideas off of the top of our heads um, of our experience set, but really from research that has been vetted, applied, looked at in different scenarios. And so, and, and just combining those in a way that's consumable for individuals that need to talk about mental toughness the most, right? Athletes, competitors, business people at all levels. And so Dr. Dr. Jim Lohr is actually working now down in Orlando at the Human Performance Institute, which is owned by a former organization that I worked with, Johnson & Johnson. And so if you haven't uh, checked out what the work that they're doing down there yet, please do. Um, I'll put a link to Dr. Lohr's book in the episode notes, and I'll also include a link to the Human Performance Institute Um Again, just great work down there looking at the corporate athlete and try to, how, how do we develop mental and emotional strength and toughness and resiliency in individuals across the board? And it's just incredible work, incredible applications that's really transforming how are we conceiving um, the best of the best in the world and what does the world need today given the craziness that we're in, given the technological state that our world is in, given the fast-paced environment um, and, and the advanced that we have. I mean, shoot, when I was playing soccer when I was young, I didn't have any of the technology that our athletes have today or understanding of how to take care of yourself and how to build your mind, your body, your spirit, and, and all the different modalities of recovery. And so um, down there, they're just a really cutting edge. And in our world today, you know, we need to know what, what does it look like to be successful in today's environment. And so when we look through and we work through this model of mental toughness, these are components that we believe are going to be critical for the success of individuals in today's environment in both sport, business, and life um, outside of those two realms. But again, those are my areas that, that I dive into. And so, so again, a lot of people live in the first two levels of motivation and preparation. Few get to the point of really focus, right? Being able to lock into a moment despite how you feel. But this next la- layer is really where it's at. And this is this is emotional stability. This is the next step, right? This is the next layer, uh, the, the deeper version of what it means to be mentally tough. And, and looking at flexibility, right? This is all about the ability to absorb and adapt when unexpected circumstances occur. 
right? Versus being rigid and defensive when those unexpected circumstances occur. And so I'm actually going to read a, a little expert excerpt from an expert. Jeez, that's a tongue twister. Uh, an excerpt from an expert, uh, Dr. Lore, out of his book, where he says, toughness is the ability to perform toward the upper range of your talent and skill, regardless of the competitive circumstances. Toughness is learned, which means that it's a skill, right? We can train it. That's why we're listening to this podcast right now. All right, toughness is a skill that enables you to bring all of your talent and skill to life on demand. I love that phrase, on demand, right? That's what toughness is. Like if you don't feel like it that day, you ain't tough. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to. I don't want you to say, "Well, these are the reasons why I wasn't able to show up and be tough." That's that's a crock, right? Like it's on demand. Tough people can show up when they need to, when they need to, on demand. Toughness is ideal performance state control. Being able, right? We talked about your optimal performance zone. It's it's that ideal state in state control. Being able to get there, stay there, navigate in and out of there as you need to. Toughness is the ability to consistently access empowering emotions during competition. And and again, if you're not an athlete, replace that phrase of competition with wherever it is you show up on a day-to-day to be your best, whether that's the living room with your family, whether that's the boardroom with your business, whether that's the classroom with your school, uh, or, or whether that's the locker room with your team. Uh, toughness is physical, mental, and emotional strength. And in the final analysis, toughness is physical. Okay, because here's the reality. Mindset, right? Our thoughts. What do we know, ladies and gentlemen? Our thoughts affect our emotions that affect our physiological response, which ultimately dictates our performance. So at the end of the day, because thoughts are electrical signals that get sent through your neurons, they're physical, right? Emotions stimulate different hormones, right? They, they, they create a different hormonal portfolio in an individual based on what emotion you have. So therefore, they're physical as well. So at the end of the day, toughness is about, it's a physical thing, right? But our mind and emotions are also physical. And so we got to get a grip on those. And because it's our mind and our emotions that often dictate how we show up in that moment. And being emotional stable is about being emotionally flexible. It's about being emotionally responsive. It's about being emotionally strong. And it's about being emotionally resilient. And, And listen, within that, guess what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen? We're talking about emotions, Again, I work predominantly with men. That doesn't mean that we have to talk about these touchy-feely you know, things, but emotions are real and, and, and they dictate and determine a lot of things in our world. And so we need to be able to talk about them, acknowledge them, uh, respond to them, react in ways, uh, again, that position us to be successful. That doesn't mean that we shut off emotions. That doesn't mean that we pretend like we don't have emotions. That doesn't mean that we don't acknowledge things like fear and uncertainty and anxiety, right? It's about being real about those things so that we can meet them where we are, where they are. Because again, if we go back to building block one in episode one of this podcast, we gotta be aware before we can enhance, right? We gotta be aware of the emotions that we have before we can enhance them. 
I love, you know, this call, the, the, the staff that I had to work with um, at the University of Notre Dame for football this year was incredible because, because there's guys on there that acknowledge that. We're like, we're not running from our emotions. We're acknowledging our emotions. And then we're going to figure out how do we navigate those well to continue to move forward as individuals and as a team. And that's, that was why we've been so successful to this point, right? And, and these young men are learning from their coaches, from their leaders about how to be stronger men by acknowledging emotions, recognizing where they are, navigating through that. So again, when we're looking at this first this first marker of um, emotional stability, of emotional flexibility, again, it's that ability to absorb and adapt uh, when unex- unexpected circumstances come our way. Again, versus being rigid and defensive when things change on us, right? And so you know, there were so many examples of our team this year where players got hurt and so somebody else had to step up, right? They had to be emotionally flexible. Hey, I went from second string to now first string. How am I going to absorb and adapt to these changes in these circumstances to to show up and deliver my best? Or guys that, that they got hurt and now they're not playing or maybe they got demoted. And so they had to be emotionally flexible. And what I love about this team, right, is that they, they've demonstrated this emotional stability. They've continued to lean into who they are as men, right? Versus who they necessarily are as football players. And that has allowed them to go further. At the end of the day, this whole emotional stability piece is about identity. It's about knowing who you are at your core and being so okay with that man or woman that whatever circumstances come up, unexpected, Instead of being rigid and defensive, you just absorbed those. You absorb them and you adapt and you bring your best self, your your core identity strengths to the table, regardless of what role you're playing. And so the same is true in business, right? When, When things change, we have to be able to be flexible, to be fluid, to still make great decisions, to still care about our team members, Not just, well, things change, the landscape's change, now I'm gonna blow a gasket and act like the world's ending, right? We've gotta gotta show up and be our best self regardless of these changes. That's all, that's what emotional flexibility is all about, right? If there's a change in plans, how are you absorbing and adapting? That's why I think traveling with people is so fascinating, right? Because you really see what sort of emotional stability they have. Like all of a sudden you show up in your taxi and they're at the wrong airport, right? Or all of a sudden, I've done this before. For, for whatever reason, one time when I booked a flight in and out of New York, I flew into LaGuardia, but out of JFK, and I've never done that before. So when I flew into LaGuardia, I thought, heck, I'm flying out of LaGuardia, right? wrong. I get there and I try to check in and they're like, oh yeah, you're on United, but um, you're actually out of JFK, not LaGuardia. Okay. In that moment, I have a choice, right? How am I going to absorb and adapt to this unexpected circumstance or become rigid and defensive and blame them? Now I chose the absorb and adapt and sweet talk mechanism. And they actually, I don't actually know how they did this. This is totally favor, right? And, and blessing in and of itself. They, they, they somehow got me onto a flight out of LaGuardia and it worked. But I do believe that if I would have become rigid and defensive in that moment and attacked that poor individual who by no fault of their own had my little unprepared self sitting in front of them, uh, that, that that story would have ended differently. 
differently, right? And so I, I do believe also that as we figure out these elements and these markers of emotional stability, um, that it actually positions us to build relationship with people in very tough moments, which again, at the neurological uh, neurological level as humans, we are wired to connect. And when we respond, when we absorb and adapt to unexpected circumstances, we position ourselves for opportunity to build relationships with other human beings, which in that moment, right, oxytocin starts to go up, dopamine starts to go up, our endorphins start to go up, our cortisol starts to go down. Cortisol is our stress hormone. Oxytocin, dopamine, endorphins, those are all good hormones, right, that help our brain think creatively, that help us be more resilient and gritty, that help us be more empathetic towards other individuals. Life is about relationships. Sport is about relationship. Business is about relationship. Yes, we have to be physically, technically, tactically, and mentally prepared to execute in those moments. But at the end of the day, right, when things start to fall apart, it's the relationships that fill in the gaps. The X's and O's are going to fall apart. In that moment, you're playing for your brother. You're going to get to the wrong airport one day. In that moment, it's the relationship that you have the opportunity to build with a a man or woman in a hot second at the ticket counter that's going to help you sort that out. Business is going to go haywire. Your strategy is going to fail. The markets are going to spike or drop, right? Prices are going to increase. The relationships that you have in place along the way are what's going to allow you to absorb and adapt and ultimately come out where you want to be, which is victorious, right? All right, let's move into this next section where we look at, all right, if if this is a thump, if this is a skill that we can train, how would we build it and how would we destroy it? If you want to build emotional flexibility in yourself or your team, create situations where you are forced to adjust and adapt quickly. Guys, we got to train this. It's a skill, right? This doesn't just happen by accident. We have to give ourselves and our team opportunities to practice and to train emotional stability, to practice being emotionally flexible. So if you're a Notre Dame football fan, you've probably followed a lot of the articles and and pressers, and you've heard Coach Kelly talk about our chaos periods, right? Last year in November, we weren't great in November, We weren't absorbing and adapting to unexpected circumstances. We went to Miami and it wasn't pretty. And so everything that we did this year, right, well, was around building our team into what we knew they needed to be to be successful from the start of the season against Michigan to win at home and then to win in November. And part of that was handling unexpected circumstances. So these chaos periods that Coach Kelly put in were all about creating unexpected circumstances where all of a sudden they'd be in the middle of practice and they the, the team would play, um, our logistics team would play bombs going off, helicopters coming in, loud noises, complete chaos. And Coach Kelly would blow the whistle, everybody would come together, and he'd create an end zone, red zone experience where the offense and defense had to execute amid chaos, right? And then we just started, we, we started taking that further. So the sound would still be going, but instead of using a football, there'd be a soccer ball, right? Instead of having 11 players on defense, there'd be 10 players on defense. And so we started training emotional flexibility. You can't expect this to just happen Because again, as humans, we want to be successful. And so when pressure comes, when adversity strikes, when unexpected circumstances come, we want to be successful. And if we're not trained for it, instead of releasing us to be our best, it actually tightens us up. And so if you want to build emotional flexibility, create situations where you're forced to adjust and adapt quickly. However, if you want to destroy emotional flexibility in yourself or your team, act like the world is ending when unexpected events occur. So again, we talked about flights, right? We talked about weather. Um, 
we talked about at, like like flights and weather are great examples on when on when you need to be emotionally flexible and how that can get ugly. Um, but but think about accidents at home when when somebody spills something when you back in when you back your car into a pole or into the garage door right like how are we responding to that are we freaking out and losing our mind like the world is ended or we're saying you know hey at the end of the day everybody's safe uh, this isn't ideal but what can we do to adjust from that right that is going to help you create emotional flexibility and we've got to be flexible because if you're not flexible and you get bent you're going to break. And if anybody has been alive long enough or just a human in this world, we know that it's not easy. Like mental toughness comes into play when it's hard. And life is hard. Football's hard. Business is hard. Families are hard. Marriage is hard. Teaching's hard. And so if we acknowledge that, then when hard things come, don't freaking be surprised. Smile. Be flexible. And here's your mindset training for the week. Mindset training, right? I want you to put a rubber band on your wrist this week to remind yourself to flex back when you get stretched stretched and bent out of shape this week. Just wear that rubber band and be a reminder. Is this something worth breaking about or can I bend on this? Can I be flexible with this? It is going to drastically lower your stress levels. It's going to totally improve your relationships. Try it for a week, see what happens. But I can guarantee you that your life start is going to start to shift a little bit when you start to really train these markers of emotional stability. Because it's the highs and the lows that get people so bent out of shape that go up and down or on this emotional roller coaster of life versus understanding that we can get our arms around this, guys. Ladies, like we don't have to be on the whim of what's going on all around us all the time. We can be the eye of the storm. We can stay calm and composed and flexible and responsive and understanding and forgiving and respectful. It's not easy, right? But it's way, way, way better lifestyle than up and down and all over the map based on the things that are going on. You can't control everything. Unexpected circumstances are gonna come up all the time. How are you gonna react? How are you gonna respond? That's what emotional flexibility is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been awesome being with you. I, I am thrilled to be in this tier of our model because I think, you know, every one of them is important. You don't get to one without the other. Um, but for for those of us that are, are really, um, really trying to take a next level in our growth as professionals, as elite individuals, this piece of emotional stability is so critically important. And with everything going on in our world today, uh, we got to start having conversations about these things. And guys out there, I know we don't like talking about emotions, um, but we got to figure them out. And we got to be real with each other. We got to be real with our, our, our family members. We have to be real with our team members at work. Um, and because again, listen, what's in the darkness can get manipulated, but we put what we put on the table in front of us and what is in the light can get ordered, right? It can get discussed and the brain likes order and it likes logic. And so when we are real about what emotions we're dealing with here, and what's going on, we can order them, we can understand how to be flexible with them, and that means we can take the next step forward into delivering our best when it matters most, which at the end of the day is every single day because we don't know when our last day is gonna be, which means that we have to start showing up more intentionally, more purposefully, more bent on being our best selves because it might be the last time we get the opportunity to be that man or woman with that group of individuals. And it's that type of urgency lived 
that makes life so special. I I I, I want to um, sorry. On Facebook, you know how they do those memories. I posted several years ago a quote that I really loved, and I, I don't have it on me right now, but it was something to the gist of, um, you know, I, I think this is why angels have an air of jealousy about man, because angels know the beauty of eternity, right? That, that, that life can go on forever. But humans know the beauty that time is of the essence, which should therefore provoke us to a sense of urgency to live, to love, to give, to serve, to find who we've been called and created to be in this world. And I just thought that's that's a beautiful perspective to have. You know, I can't wait for eternity. I'm ready for it when it comes. But I, I, I liked that mindset around time, right? And that humans, we get that opportunity to know what time is. Like dogs don't necessarily know that. I'm looking at my boy, Rockney Mulligan right now, my awesome Doberman. Like he doesn't get time, right? I leave and I come back eight hours later and he's like, oh, mom, right? Or I leave and I come back eight seconds later and he's like, oh, mom, <laughs> right? Like time and the thing. Um, and in eternity, right? Time is, it's eternal in eternity and it's a beautiful thing. But but is it, isn't it also beautiful that as humans, we get this understanding that time is limited, and so how do we use it? And, and this is what this emotional stability piece is about and what we should lean into as we think through this the, one of these final tiers in this model of mental toughness. Man, it's been awesome being with you today. Um, I'm passionate about this, as you can tell, and, um, and, and it matters to me. And it matters to me that you and your team and your family, your organization get an opportunity to think through this deeper. If there's any way I can be assistance to you, um, it, whether that's speaking or training with your organization, please reach out to me directly, amber at sulkingperformance.com. And I've got a team of incredible performance coaches that if you'd like someone to come alongside of you on your journey of figuring out this whole thing of mindset and leadership in whatever domain you're in, Again, please let me know, um, amber at sulkingperformance.com. I'll get you connected with the, the right coach that fits where you're at in your journey and what your needs are and goals and objectives are. And again, that's just our mission to help you unleash performance excellence in your world, given the constraints that we know are out there in, in world and life and business and sport. Um, so, so check us out. We got a ton of information on our website as well, www.selkingperformance.com. Um, check out the performance media tab. The podcast is listed there, but we've also got articles and then uh, some meditation, performance meditation scripts as well that I think will be really helpful for all of our high performers out there that are trying to get our minds right. Um, and then uh, we're on all the social media platforms, Instagram at Selking or at Selking Performance, Facebook at Selking Performance Group, and on Twitter at Champ Mindsets. Check us out. Please send us what your thoughts are, what you're learning, how you're applying, what you're learning. Um, and then if you would take a second to rate and review us on iTunes, iTunes, that means a lot as well. As we as we seek to have financial sponsors, um, you know, the, the time and energy and goes into putting these podcasts together and money. You know, uh, my producer, Michael Yoder at Tr- Truthwork Media does an incredible job. Him and his team on our social work. And so I got to pay those guys because they're awesome. And um, and so having financial partners is really helpful so that I can continue to bring you this great content. So um, those rates and reviews go a long way for our sponsors. And if you'd be interested and willing, if you think um, sharing what your business or organization does on our podcast would be helpful for you, um, let me know. And you can join us in this mission as well to, to help individuals open their minds and their hearts to growing and, and being their best selves and showing up like studs in every part of their day um, as a leader um, with, through the way they think and through the way they show up on a moment by moment basis, particularly when it's hard. 
So again, you have been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast, and this has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset and encouraging you to be mentally tough. Brightview Medical is a patient-oriented medical healthcare organization with goals to improve the healthcare system by combining treatment and prevention methods to provide solutions that every patient can understand. By building their model of care on state-of-the-art imaging equipment, coupled with blood, tissue, and urine analysis, they are able to establish where you are on the wellness spectrum. Once you are a patient, their team is able to monitor your health year after year or as needed. They are currently planning on operating over 112 locations starting in every major NFL city. They are proudly new partners with the NFL Alumni Association to help bring their elevated level of care to former NFL players, their families, and everyone who is tired of the broken healthcare system in place today. To learn more about Brightview Medical, check out their website at www.brightviewmedical.com.